0: And welcome to the Habits in Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. If you're a mom trying to show the love of Jesus to your family, but the clutter in your home keeps you overwhelmed and frustrated, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear easy step-by-step tips to declutter and create systems so you can keep your home organized and finally walk in the peace God has promised you. Need some accountability? I've got you covered there too. Join the Accountability Club, a community of like-minded mamas decluttering and systemizing our homes together. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey friends and welcome back to the show. I was checking in with one of my coaching students a couple of days ago to see how she was doing and she responded with a text that said, I feel like I'm going backwards. This kind of took me by surprise because we had made a lot of progress in her home, decluttering, organizing, and systemizing. So I asked for some clarity and she sent me some pictures of some messy areas in her home. They weren't too bad, but it was clear that she just needed to reset her spaces. I asked her what was keeping her from resetting and she responded with, I guess I'm just being lazy. Since our conversation a couple of days ago, I've been reflecting on what makes us lazy and how can we fix it? And I've come up with one conclusion. I've come to to one conclusion of why I think we are lazy and what could be the cure to our laziness. And it's gonna surprise you, boredom. I think the cure for our laziness is to allow ourselves to become bored again. So let's talk about our phone because that's an easy target. Our phones are like a relentless alarm clock, except they don't just go off in the morning. They never stop all day long. We are constantly bombarded with notifications. Then there's the opportunity for streaming. Gone are the days of us waiting a week for the next episode of our favorite show to come out. Y'all, I have been binging on some Survivor for a couple of months now. We have entire seasons of shows at our fingertips enticing us to binge watch them. It's a constant cycle. We've become accustomed to a world of endless entertainment. When we're waiting for a friend, we check our social media. If we've got a little bit of downtime, we play a game on our phone. We've built habits that constantly engage our minds and allow no room for stillness. There's this fear that we have of missing out if we disconnect even for just a moment. But here's the paradox. With all this activity, with all this continuous stimulation, are we genuinely active think about it. When was the last time you just sat and let your mind wander without reaching for your phone? The irony is that our always-on culture might be contributing to an always inactive active mindset. We're substituting real-world actions and engagements with virtual passive consumption. Constant entertainment, while it's enjoyable and often comforting, may be sapping our motivation and our energy. It gives us this illusion of being busy and occupied when in reality, it might be making us more complacent. Instead of going out, exploring, creating, and simply being in the moment, we're caught up in an endless loop of consumption instead. This isn't to demonize technology or entertainment. They have their place and of course their benefits. However, it's really worth pondering over. In a world where we're never bored, are we unintentionally promoting laziness in ourselves? Historically, boredom has been a strange yet pivotal driver for our human action. Picture a time, not so very long ago, where there were no smartphones there weren't any streaming services or entertainment wasn't at a touch of a button. During these times when someone felt the stirrings of boredom, it was often a small little nudge, a subconscious prompt that whispered to them, find something to do, go engage, go create something. And back then boredom could lead to so many different activities. Maybe it spurred you to pick up a book go outside, create some artwork, or simply talk to someone else. It really was an evolutionary tool urging our ancestors to remain active, to learn, and to adapt. But fast forward to today, our response to boredom has undergone a radical transformation. The slightest hint of boredom and our immediate instinct is to grab our smartphones or the remote control. And while those things offer a momentary escape, they rarely satisfy our deeper, intrinsic need for purposeful engagement. We're scrolling, watching, and consuming, but are we truly connecting with the world and with ourselves? What if we allowed ourselves to feel that boredom again? Not just as a fleeting emotion, but as a deep, resonating feeling. Rather than viewing it as an unwelcome guest see boredom as an opportunity. Now, it's not about reverting back to past practices or shunning technology altogether. I know that there are some people that do that, but it's more about understanding the potential that boredom holds for us. In today's digital age, we're often shielded from moments of true boredom. I can't remember the last time my kids were actually bored. Whenever we have downtime, our first instinct is to turn on our phones, dive into social media, or start a new series on our favorite streaming platform. However, on rare occasions when we're momentarily detached from these digital distractions, our mind seeks alternative ways to keep itself occupied. And quite often, that alternative presents itself in the form of cleaning or organizing. How ironic. (laughs) When we're bored, our brain looks for dopamine. Each item you put away and every surface you clean, it gives you a small sense of accomplishment, releasing the dopamine you crave. While binge-watching shows or endlessly scrolling through our feeds might offer immediate gratification, the benefits are fleeting. On the other hand, giving in to that boredom-induced urge to clean or organize results in lasting tangible improvements in our living spaces. Now, I get it. Being bored or doing nothing can be it can be uncomfortable, but that's okay. Start small. Sit quietly for just 5 minutes or set aside parts of your home where phones aren't allowed. You can even try a seven-day boredom challenge. Each day, do something or, well, nothing (laughs) that pushes you to embrace boredom and see how it feels. When you're waiting for something, just be present and patient. Resist the urge to pick up your phone. Something I've been doing lately while watching TV, when a commercial comes on, I pause the sound and I just look around the room or I look out the window instead of picking up my phone. It's okay to start small, start noticing times when you're filling the moment with your phone and challenge yourself to just be bored. And I bet your house will stay cleaner and more organized. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you will embrace boredom this weekend and see where it takes you. I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show. Hey friend, before you go, I wanted to tell you more about the Accountability Club. Each month, we'll tackle a new space in our homes and work together to declutter and set up systems so we can easily maintain order without getting overwhelmed. You'll get a new decluttering tutorial each month, the coaching and accountability you need to actually follow through, and encouragement without judgment from other Christian moms in a safe environment. And guess what? The entire club is off of social media, so you don't have to worry about distractions the world may throw at you. Sweet friend, if you're feeling stuck in your decluttering journey, this is the place for you. Click the link below to try out the Accountability Club and start decluttering today.